0: Hello and a warm welcome to everybody on this Monday the 13th of February. As many of you know these programs aim to introduce triangles to those people who are new to the work and to encourage them in the forming of their own triangles. They also aim to create a space for these people who are already engaged in triangles, to participate in a visualization exercise, to support and strengthen the planetary network. So before we go any further, let us now take a moment to come together as a group on the mental plane by saying the noontime recollection. We know, O Lord of life and love, about the need. Touch our hearts anew with love, that we too may love and give. Triangle's work uses the power of focused thought to uplift, transform, and illuminate human consciousness. Three people come together and daily link in thought to circulate energy through the points of their triangle. Each triangle is part of a vast planetary triangular energy field surrounding the planet through which beneficent healing energies can pour into human consciousness. The network is created and vitalized by the daily work of each individual member, the cumulative effect of the many thousands of members all over the world who come together in consciousness to serve humanity makes it a powerful, redemptive and effective tool. Every focused triangle that is added to the network enhances the whole, lightens the mental atmosphere of the planet and helps to relate the inner and outer worlds. Triangle's work takes only a few minutes and it can be done at any time during the day. And it's completed by the sounding of the great invocation, which focuses and releases the spiritual energies available, energizing and stimulating the planetary network of light and of goodwill. So if you are new to the work and would like to be involved in this planetary service, then do please consider forming your own triangle. And if you wish to use the chat box to actually express your interest and hopefully two others will do the same. And if you do form a triangle, we would really appreciate it if you did register it at the um, on the triangles page, www.triangles.org. So let us just take a moment now to do a short visualization. So visualize the planet as a sphere of lighted energy Now visualize within that sphere a triangle. This is the triangle of the three primary planetary centers. Shambhala, the planetary head center, the spiritual hierarchy, the planetary heart, and humanity, the planetary throat center. Visualize the circulation of energies flowing in all directions around the triangle from point to point, merging and blending the three points and filling the triangle with light. now superimpose upon that triangle a five-pointed star. This is the star of the world teacher, linking east and west, past and future, and radiating the energy of love wisdom. At each point of the star, the sphere of his activity stands an outpost of his consciousness, the five planetary centers. Visualize the energies radiating forth from the center and through the five points of the planetary star. London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo. Visualize these outpouring energies enlivening small groups gathering everywhere aiding them to focus and direct the energies into the consciousness of all humanity, solving its problems, creating right human relations and restoring peace on earth. Radiance, we are, and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning, and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. In the book, The Prophet by Khalil Gibran, he writes, I have learned silence from the talkative, toleration from the intolerant, and kindness from the unkind. Yet strange, I am ungrateful to these teachers. Gibran is highlighting the important fact that everyone in our environment, everyone we meet, the good and the less good are our teachers. In understanding this in our hearts, we then approach everyone with reverence, with gratefulness, not just the good, the beautiful and noble, but also those that offend, irritate and hurt us. When we see all people as our teachers and seek to enter intelligently, sympathetically and understandingly into their consciousness, to tap into why they think as they do, we come to understand why they act in a particular way under a particular condition. In other words, we seek to put ourselves in their shoes and learn what it is that they are suffering. And in so doing, we find that judgment and criticism are then lost in the desire to understand. And this, of course, teaches us much. Alice Bailey writes, let us be as fair as we can with the light we have. Let us cultivate the Aquarian spirit of non-separativeness, love, understanding, intelligence, free from authority, drawing out of every human being we meet the best that is in them. And if you do not draw out of them the best in them, blame yourself and not them. That is the truth. If a person misinterprets you, it is because you are not clear. It is through our speech and actions that we act as teachers to others. But we must also be aware of that which others are teaching us. If someone is upset, irritated, or hurt by our words or actions, it is not because they are too sensitive, or responding badly to the truth as we see it, as we are inclined to think in defense of ourselves. It is is a sign that we have misinterpreted the situation, that we have not met the interests of the other person. The quote, be hard on yourself and easy on others. Carry your own cross, but never lay one on the back of another is a wonderful dictum for the aspiring disciple seeking to bring about right human relations with those contacted. We are each the sum of our relationship with others and our consciousness is an ever-changing reflection of the people we spend time with. We exist within a great interconnected whole within which is a great hierarchy of teachers both on material and subtle levels. And we read that the animal kingdom exists within the consciousness of humanity. And human beings are destined to teach and lead the animal out of their present darkness. Humanity will provide the area of mind within whose ring past not the subhuman kingdoms or find the correspondence of the universal mind, which they need for their unfoldment. This is the goal of all human service. As it says in Esoteric Psychology One, let it ever be borne in mind that the sign of man's spiritual unfoldment lies in his ability to include in his consciousness Not only the so-called spiritual values and the power to react to soul contact, but also to include the material values and to react divinely to the potencies which lie hidden from him in the custody of the other forms of divine life found in the three subhuman kingdoms. The idea of the Russian dolls comes to mind, whereby the consciousness of the lower kingdoms exists within the consciousness of a higher kingdom. The animal exists within the the consciousness of the human kingdom, which similarly exists within the consciousness of the divine kingdom. Spiritual aspirants are of course concerned with contacting the divine kingdom. We are therefore not only concerned with our teachers in material manifestation, but also those on the inner planes. In aspiring to soul consciousness, the indwelling Christ becomes the predominant teacher and the attainment of Christ consciousness becomes the goal. As we strive in this way, we become aware of the great hierarchy of consciousness that exists within the soul realms, the many teachers that abide on these levels. Just like the material realms, the higher states of consciousness always include the lesser, and the many individualities that exist in these heavens are various emanations of the one life. So if the aspirant imagines in his meditation, one individuality, such as his own soul, the master in the heart, a master such as the DK, the Christ himself, the Buddha or other great teacher, he is bringing himself into contact with them all. There is no separation, they are one. This is true of the material planes when we seek to connect with a serving group, such as triangles. For that physical plane group is an emanation of the new group, that is an emanation of the hierarchy. Group within a greater group, a Buddha within a greater Buddha, a subray within a ray that is a subray of another, the master in the heart within the Christ, who exists within the cosmic Christ. The indwelling soul, an emanation of the soul ray on which the disciple has come into incarnation, leads him to the ashram in which it is his destiny to work. The ashram with the master at its center is an emanation of the combined consciousness of the hierarchy that is an emanation of the cosmic Christ there is always a greater teacher, a greater recognition. For we read that the path of evolution eventually gives place to the way of the higher evolution and that planetary recognitions eventually expand into solar contacts. The Christ consciousness eventually unfolds into something so all-inclusive that we have as yet no word for it or any need for words. As we go into our meditative realization, visualization, let us focus on the integrated nature of the whole, of the great hierarchy that exists within the one life. And let us remember that the new group of world servers is made up of many teachers that have the responsibility to lead humanity to cultivate the Aquarian way of thinking. To bring widespread awareness of the need to widen consciousness, to become more inclusive of others, to seek to bring the best out of others, not just human others, but the lower kingdoms also. So now let's go into our visualization. And let us link in thought as a soul, as a point of love and light with all those people throughout the world who are working with this Triangle's Meditation Group. And we say together, in the center of all love, I stand. From that center, I, the soul, will outward move. From that center, I, the one who serves, will work. May the love of the divine self be shed abroad in my heart, through my group and throughout the world. using the creative imagination, linked with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Now lift your consciousness. Immersed within the light of the group's soul, the heart of love which underlies and
1: infuses the network. Let us say together,
0: the sons of men are one and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact to service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Sound the great invocation, silently or aloud. As you repeat each stanza, visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, and as a channel through which light and love and divine purpose flow into human
2: consciousness.
0: of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to us. From the centre where the will of God is known, Let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center, which we call the human race,
3: Oh, <shrush> <shrush>
2: Oh Thank
0: you. Now, this is your time to share any comments or explain any thoughts and impressions that you might have had or have had in the recent times. And it would be nice if anyone wants to speak to, um, if you do want to speak, then raise your hand and we will unmute you. And... um, you can type a comment in the chat box and I will read it out. I'm sorry, I didn't realize that I wasn't uh, loud enough. Didn't see that in time, sorry about that. The uh, talk is actually in the chat if you wish to download it. I don't think there's anyone with a hand up, as
1: far as I can see.
0: Um, it, Donnie says, um, beautiful lesson, especially on establishing right human relations today. Absolutely. Thank you, Donny.
2: Hey, christine i have a have a thought if you'd like me to share
0: i would love you to
2: share Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so just uh, i mean just like it's sort of my initial thought i had running through my mind is um you know the tibetan Alice bailey wrote a lot about discipleship and about the discipleship path and on the discipleship path um there's one saying it goes the, you know the disciple is always self-taught and um the reason for that really is There are many reasons, of course, but um, one of them is that the um, accepted disciples are always in training for initiation, and that requires this ability to sort of not be dependent on outside sources of anything and to search only on those deeper aspects of oneself that are always in touch with the truth, in touch with divinity, in touch with hierarchy, um and to develop one's wisdom um always always from those sources also to develop the will of course as well um but i think you know even though that's sort of a a sort of uh high ideal to achieve um i'd be really interested in hearing I guess how other people experience drawing on this sort of hidden source of wisdom i think there's the voice of the conscience is a really common one for a lot of people i'm sure that you know in the moments of sort of not knowing the right or being unsure or maybe turning turning a little to the left hand a little bit you know you suddenly you hear a voice that says you know no that's not that's not the way, or maybe it's not literally a voice, but just a sense that, you know, perhaps I've done something wrong, or I've, I've crossed someone or, or harmed someone and you sort of do it on accident, but you immediately know because you have a sense of, sense of the right and that, that sense of wrong kind of stands out so anyway, I'd be interested to hear if anybody has anything to share about, about that their experience of times when that voice of the soul or voice of silence whatever you want to call it was able to speak to them or if you have a a story christine i don't know (laughs) i can't think of one myself of course i've I've had um
0: well I, i i think when you're on the path the the voice of conscience the voice of you're constantly aware as the observer of exactly what you're saying and the impact of what of your words on others and the impact of your action on others. And it's that being that able to be continually present in the moment to be fully aware of how you are being um, and the reactions of others, because as, as I said in the talk, you're constantly reading other people, To check that what you're saying or what you're doing is making them feel, you know, or you're making them, you're you're encouraging right human relations rather than uh, creating a barrier. I think we 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 create barriers all the time, don't we? Accidentally, um, a lot of the time. Sometimes we do it deliberately, Um, but it's being very conscious. Conscious of of your impact on others and impact on on the greater good. I think that's what we're aiming to become: people that are working towards the greater good of 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 the of those we contact. There are a few um, comments.
2: There is a hand up as well. Christine Catherine Cruz just put her hand up.
0: Okay. Can I unmute her or? Uh,
2: I just oh, it. It. let's see if she. Okay. We go.
0: Yes, I, I. Can you hear me? Yes,
4: beautifully. Yes. Thank you. Um, I I um, appreciate very much both of those comments about. The ways of knowing kind of in the immediacy of the moment. and almost like um, following the energy of interactions so that you know immediately when it's when it's off base um, and and not in the for the common good, we would say, where the that common good is, two or three people in an immediate situation or the much larger common good of of right relations. But I'd like to ask about another experience that I have when sometimes it's not in the immediate, in, in, in an immediate situation so much as when a decision needs to be made And there's a stage of just not knowing Mm -hmm. and you have to kind of just stay with not knowing and then the answer comes. (laughs) And Sometimes it's you know, you pick up a newspaper and, and something gets triggered or you hear a comment from somebody else and all of a sudden that that not knowing comes into a process of of becoming knowing so i don't know if other people have that or if you could
0: comment on that a bit thank you thank you catherine i think um certainly on the path there's a lot of not knowing you have to have faith in the process um I think that's absolutely key because uh, yeah life is full of decisions and you have to make the best decision you can with the current information and sometimes you do feel like you're um, walking in the dark and I think that's, that's why they always say that the disciple needs to be fearless and to have faith you have to have faith in your own ability to, at least, strive to do the right thing for the for the greater good, and also faith in the techniques that you learn through your your relationship with the soul, whether that's through um, through a, a specific training or whether it's a relationship where you. Well, with the soul and the qualities of the soul are working into your very being through your relationship with the soul you have to have faith in that process has anyone else got anything there's lots of hands up it's maybe S- <laughs> sam you'd like to um add to that or whatever you want <laughs> to
5: say hello christine thank you so much um in many ways i'd rather just be quiet but at the same time we sort of force ourselves to to share and then review it later but as much education as we have in the world there's not enough education on how to communicate Mm -hmm. um because we're so quick to Jump in and then it ends up with people doing attack and defense and defense and attack, and then it's mm. all lost, and then yeah, but it's sort of finding that that balance between the two aspects and then taking the third one, I think, like the triangle itself, yes, mm.
0: yeah, yes, thank you, Sam you're right we
5: thank you.
0: Yeah, we we you know we don't learn to communicate effectively. Um, it is a bit of a a mishmash of just reacting a lot of the time, and that's why we have to raise our consciousness to become the observer, so that we can observe ourselves in situations rather than just react as to where our emotions are leading us.
2: Mm.
0: And that is something that's not not taught specifically, although we try and teach our children to think before they speak. Um, but yeah, more could be done. Thank you, Sam. Thank you. And mary Mary Louise. Would you like to?
6: I'm think Oh, uh, I'm unmuted now. Okay, great. Okay. Um, I kind of want to respond to the prior question, at the beginning that the other gentleman brought up about um, what, how do people hear their soul, their guidance mm. there? And for me, it's been, I think everyone is the path is such a highly intimate, personal cultivation of a relationship between the personality and their soul so for me my and i've always resonated with the phrase especially at the beginning of my wake, beginning to wake up to the fact that i'm a soul in a body mm-hmm. um was the phrase that the path is the razor is like walking the razor's edge mm-hmm. for me i was on it where i'm on it one moment i'm off it the next I'm on it for if I'm lucky for an hour solid and then bam, something happens, whether it be internally with my thoughts, my feelings, my reactions, or uh, something externally. So uh, after a long period of that, and I'm old, (laughs) I'm mature, I'm mature, I'll say, (laughs) Um, is uh, of course I had a mentor, a fabulous mentor, and I was very lucky. That he was a Bailey person, a, a Robert Gerard, and I had him as a mentor for a long, many, many forty years. And then when he passed away, again, bam, I'm on my own. I he as a mentor, I trusted him, and he was a very good guide as I traversed the minefield of my own life. And um, I've really learned. And come to understand that the path and and self-mastery of ourselves, physical, emotional, mental, is education, it's learning, and the Bailey material is what's been my education. I know my Ray makeup, so I know what my limitations, some of my limitations are, what some of the pitfalls are for me, and I also know how I can... Um, do I know for all eternity? No, I just know for right now. <laughs> um, what can help me? For instance, if I have an interaction with someone um, that something went wrong and I misunderstood them, as, as the way you put it today, that uh, if something goes wrong, we're part of the issue. We didn't either, we weren't clear, or we, there's a misunderstanding going on and I it's helpful to have the education of the esoteric because and I think wow I was blunt I said that directly that was a bit shocking for the other person so I need to coat that with love right mm. which is the ray to love wisdom and so I found a combination of of uh, this dimension, our three dimensional existence and the information and knowledge and education that we get from that, uh, then our experience is what life gives us where we get to apply it and live it and experience it and try it out. And we are, I, for me, I realized after my mentor passed away in 2014, I said, wow, I'm on my own. I am really, I got to rely on me a hundred. I can't, I, you know, I can still run stuff by people in my meditation group, et cetera, et cetera. But the truth is we really are on our own from the beginning. And it's, it is a lonely path in that regard. It has been for me to some extent, but I think it's a combination of uh applying what you know, experimenting with what you know. And as long as my intention is right to practice harmlessness, um, but I'm very human. (laughs) There are certain situations where it's very understandable that you have an angry, reactive reaction. Is that always the best thing? Sometimes it is because as I've learned the truth can be shattering and very disturbing, but clarifying. So, it's it's a so I this is a big you know I'm saying a lot, but I'm just sharing my experience of how do we listen, how do we know we've heard, and I really that we are really listening to soul guidance and not uh, desire or wit- unfulfilled wishes, or our imagination that's not from the higher mental planes, plane. So it's, it's a very, doing that work is, uh, is, uh, not, a, is not easy. There's not a, one pill or bullet or phrase that we can say that is gonna take all that away. We have to do the work and experience absolutely
0: yeah Yeah. thank you for your sharing mary louise um absolutely it takes discipline it takes faith it takes commitment and perseverance and um and as we progress and we work this way our relationship with the soul becomes much more deeply entrenched and yeah so thank you very much
6: Yes, thank you.
0: Um, thank you. So, Santana, um, let me try. Have I unmuted you? Hello? Sure oh, Hello? yes, I have. I think
1: thank I'm you. there. Hi. Hi there, Santana. Um, I'm kind of uh, bringing it maybe a little more down to earth um, because I had a teaching a long time ago about the power of choice, which is very powerful. And When you're faced with a crossroads, which seems to have um, been part of this conversation, always choose the clear running stream, not the stagnant pond. And you know what? If you make the wrong choice, you will be brought back again to the same point until Mm. you make the right choice. So um, that maybe is a little bit lower than the idea of, the soul making a choice, yet it's all one. And basically everything that is, is here in the present moment. So whatever we are doing, um, we are it's all somehow connected. So that's all I wanted to share. And thank you very much for that uh, profound uh, meditation.
0: Thank you, Santana. Thank you very much. And I think we have one more hand, Violet. Let me see if I can. Are you on mute?
3: Yeah, I've just unmuted. Okay. I'd like to just share that uh, what I've received lately through impression is related to the Aquarian full moon Mm -hmm. and the meaning of the symbol of the man carrying the urn full of water. Mm -hmm. And it had to do with the the man carrying the urn upon the shoulder bearing responsibility. So the the urn itself is heavy. To bear the responsibility, mm-hmm. as the first indication, it's we're taught is, is that of soul expression.
0: Absolutely. Bearing the,
3: yeah, bearing the heavy weight of responsibility for others thus relates in receiving the waters of life that fills the urn to be used for mankind. And Mm -hmm. I also had the impression that we should seek to create opportunities to serve. And through this impression, I had an experience with the Unity Center in my area. Mm -hmm. And they were seeking a means or opportunity, they had a group that was working on how to do an outreach within the community itself. And so I I took this in meditation, and I had the information of reaching all of the community groups in the area, like we have those that are working with the homeless, we have hospice, and, and all of the you know, too many to mention of these communities, but somehow create a forum in which we can all gather together and share resources and strengthen the the hands of these groups and know that we're all one. And then I, I was asked if I could do the opening comments and the opportunity there then came, which I had been thinking of for, quite a long time is how to how to uh, impress people about the triangles. And I thought, well, that would be an opportunity to have these groups connect. And as triangle members as well to strengthen the area, bring more light into uh, the area of Windsor where I live. So that's what I wanted to share with the group. And thank you for giving me the opportunity.
0: Well, thank you, Violet. Thank you um thank you all um for your attention and your wonderful work in meditation this evening and um i haven't had a chance to look at the chat but i'm sure i will get to read them at a later stage um so thank you once again and let's just take a moment now of quiet before we finish here today. Thank you very much. And we look forward to working with you again next week.